Hey, Harmony, what do you have there? Well, it looks like a Frisbee. I've never seen anything like it, and it doesn't look like a Frisbee. It's round, flat, has grooves, a hole in the middle, and it has a sticker that says Elvis Double Trouble on it, and a bunch of songs listed. Who's Elvis? The only way to really prove that it's a Frisbee is to throw it. Mom's going to be really mad. Not only is her precious vase shattered, but the Elvis is totally destroyed. Harmony, I think I know what that Elvis thing was. I remember Dad talking about vinyl and records. Flat objects that when placed on machines that spun around with a needle, it actually played music. Isn't that weird? Also, that some of these objects are worth a lot of money. Do you think that Elvis thing was worth a lot of money? Let me Google this. Here we go. Let's call Vinyl Record Dude. He looks like some sort of flat object superhero. It says that he specializes in these things called records. He buys and sells them and has hundreds of thousands in stock and is always on the hunt for the ultimate collection. He's our guy. Go to www.vinylrecorddude.com. What was that again? www.vinylrecorddude.com. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. We may not be in double trouble after all. Thanks, Vinyl Record Dude. Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids. And this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esme or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esme and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esme's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and it's just me from the street team today. But we have guests in the house. Mama T is here. What's up? Hola. And then we have Jaria and Miss Wendy back again. Hello. Hello. And today we have a show called Damaged. Um, And what it is, is we're going to talk about how 
there are little things that people say that maybe get to you or, you know, big things that get to you. And we're going to talk about them and how to deal with them and fix them. Um, the inspiration for the show is actually quite a few instances, I think, that we've all been experiencing lately. And I know Mom has one that she remembers, the one that we started off the show with. The inspiration for the show is, if you guys remember, little Ashley, we love to call Crashly, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't been here for a while because she was damaged. Her little foot got damaged when she broke it. And you think of it in the respect that when she got damaged, she went to the doctor and she got her little Darth Vader boot <laughs> and she wore it around and it healed her foot. And then, you know, she went to the doctor and got physical therapy and proceeded to heal her foot more and more and more. But, but what happens when you get damaged in your heart or you get damaged in your mind? Mm. You know, what, what do we do when that happens? And that's kind of the catalyst of the show. Right. We, we wanted to bring it to you guys and bring it to the table to, to discussion with Joria and Wendy, who is a licensed family counselor, and talk about all the different ways that we are damaged because, in the world. Yeah, there are ways that you might not even think. I mean, we talk about this all the time. I feel like we always sprinkle this in in our different shows that we talk about, like relationships or friendships or whatever. But there are underhanded things that people do or say that, you know, you don't realize are affecting you in one way or the other. So think about this. This is kind of an example of just an underhanded damage that um, I was working on set. I. Um, with a gal that a makeup artist was putting on makeup, um, a friend of mine, and she's just this wonderful friend of mine. And the gal that she was putting makeup on is 17-year-old gal, says to her, you know, I was getting makeup done by another makeup artist um, for prom, and she told me that I had wrinkly eyelids. And she, um. w she was really sad and upset about this, and she, you know, she really bonded with Jessica, the, the, my friend and makeup artist, and mm. she said, do I? <laughs> do, do I have wrinkly eyelids? That's, that's the scary part. Because when it happens to me, especially when you're young and impressionable and you like innocent in the world, you start to question yourself. She was very upset yeah. because she believed this other woman, grown woman, who had mm. said to this <laughs> child um, that she had wrinkly eyelids. This, this grown woman damaged this child by telling her that she had, quote, wrinkly eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I see three problems here. I see... An adult damaging a child Absolutely. for who knows what reason. Um, second of all, what is a wrinkly eyelid? Like, they're supposed to wrinkle. Last time I checked, that's how we blink. I don't know. Do, do your eyes rip and if they, they don't have a wrinkle like, there? How do they wrinkle? I mean, like, I mean no, do they just duh. squish up automatically? What is that? I don't, I don't even understand Can that. Can you imagine what my face looked like? Does this poor child and Jessica had this conversation? <laughs> oh, my goodness. The same way mine would have looked. It's an absolute look of mortification <laughs> on your oh, face. Excuse. An adult said, what? Yeah. <laughs> to this beautiful innocent child who now is damaged in front right. of my friend who proceeded to tell her that she was beautiful and perfect the way she was and that of course her eyelids are not wrinkled <laughs> well and then you think about it she's going to remember that for the rest of her life like there are certain things and i know everyone has these when you're a kid someone says something to you and it sticks with you the rest of of your life she was like, wounded well this is like a, this isn't like a wound example but i remember a long long time ago somebody told me that their dentist told them to brush the right side of their mouth with their left hand so now every time i brush my teeth i think that i need to brush it with my left hand and that was when i was like five <laughs> oh so gosh. it's like like not damaging but it just proves impressionable that st stupid little things like things that you might not even think you remember are with you your whole life 
Absolutely. They stay with you all the time. Right. We so, had, I had a student one time who did that. She came to me. Um, I have a voice student because I'm a, a voice teacher. And mm. she came to me and she said, you know what? Can you talk to my mom? I said, what about? And she said, well, I know you're a counselor. And, <laughs> and I know you're a voice teacher. So we need to do a little bit of like combining your, your, your jobs your together. And I said, okay, what about? And she said, my mom won't sing. Mm. Won't sing. Uh-oh. I said, why won't she sing? And she said, she won't sing in front of us. She won't sing in front of anybody. She just doesn't sing. And I said, why? And she said, because she went for a voice lesson one time. Oh, no. And the teacher told her, don't ever open her mouth again. <gasps> and it wasn't worth her time. <gasps> For her to even try to teach her to sing. Oh my gosh! So the the counselor in me wanted to heal the mom, and the person that I am wanted to go find that teacher and (laughs) slap her. (laughs) (laughs) But I brought the mom into um, half of her daughter's session, and I said, "I hear that you won't sing," Mm. and she looked mortified. Now I want you to know this: this woman is a professional actress. Oh, see, so she doesn't have stage fright or anything. No stage fright. A professional actress Mm. that would not sing because somebody said one thing to her and completely damaged her. Damaged her. So unfair. So words are so damaging. It's just terrible. And we have to be very conscious. And that was this is the catalyst of the show. We want people to be very aware that. You know, you may be, like, cruising around in your life and, like, not thinking or being very aware of your words. But, you know, how many times talking to our young, you know, our, you know, Rio and Joria, you know, you guys are at school sometimes. I mean, how many Mm -hmm. times have you been this broadsided? That's that's the point is because especially when you are out in the world trying to be positive and just being yourself and then someone comes behind you and is like, oh, you're Snap. ugly or your hair looks gross or whatever. I mean, do you like, have stories about like when you were in school? I think Joria was talking in planning. Do you have oh, anything yeah. you want to share about kids in school, Rio? Just on a daily basis. Yeah, on a daily basis, my race gets brought up. Like mm. there was not a day where I was not told. I had to be told that I was black. Hey, Jaria, did you know you're black? Oh, oh that's a shocker to me. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, Jaria, your hair is nice for a black girl. Oh, God. And you're like, you're like, really? <laughs> really? Thanks. You're like, Thanks. um, my hair's nice, period. You yeah. talk like a white person. How do black people talk? <laughs> wow. like, honestly, I don't understand. Mm. Like, they just come up to me. Like, I won't even be talking about it. I'll be sitting there doing my work, and they'll just talk to me. Unsolicited, yeah. just damaging comments. I recognize that, too. Because they're even, it's mostly my guy friends, because my girlfriends are too, like, scared to start a fight with more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're too afraid to be catty and start a fight. But my guy friends, more so than my girls, they'll see a difference in someone, you know, for anything, and uh. they have to point it out for some reason. They just have to. If it's about a girl or a boy, they see someone walk by, they have to say something. And, and it's I'm, not on the positive side. Never. It's not like, look at that really beautiful, no. effervescent. And even if it is like a, quote, hot girl, they make them feel bad about it. You know, like they make them feel uncomfortable about what they say towards those people. And it's like, what motives do you have to even stab at somebody for anything? Like, what does it? what good does it do you ever to say something like that to someone? But it's like, are they trying to show off for each other? Are they like, are they insecure? So they like point out other things people have. Like, well, I can even share a story in like the adult world. You know, I've I've gone to work with, you know, in the corporate work world for decades now, and I have 
a thyroid issue that causes me to gain weight really rapidly and mm. drop weight really rapidly. So I have like a variety of sizes of clothing in my closet. And some days I can be 10 pounds up. Some days I can be 10 pounds down and it can drop in the flash of an eye. And at one point I was down a lot of weight and I would go to work and ladies at work would be like, gosh, Tamara, you look like you're sick. Are you ill? Do you, do you have a terminal illness? I'm not even kidding. Well, yeah. And not saying like, oh, you know, you're looking good, girl. You lost some weight. You know, what's up? Because I mean, like... They make it negative. They made it negative. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Are you eating healthy? Are you... You know, barfing. Like, <laughs> trying to make you feel bad about yeah. it. And I'm I, not coming at you from a place of concern either. No, or Tamara, you know, I yeah. see that you've lost a little bit of weight. Are you okay? No, it <laughs> no, was not a that. place of concern right. at all. And in fact, it got so much inside my head that I came back to my family. Right. Rio can remember, mm-hmm. and I would come back to my family and be like, "There's something really wrong with me. Do I look gray? Am I, right. you know, something? Is something's wrong with me? Because people are asking me if I am sick." That's the scary part with me when people, because kids get made fun of on the daily all the time and people would make fun of me and I would like think to my, I didn't always voice them, but I would think to myself, all right, well, they said this and they're not the first person to say this. So is it really true? Like, are, right. is my hair really thin? Like, am I, am I balding? Like, yeah, that that's recent. People have been telling me that my hair is really thin and I'm like, yeah, I know it's falling out. Like oh my God, I'm getting, I'm going bald. Well, like, and you start your to psyche. freak out within mm-hmm. yourself and you question yourself and then you just feel depressed all the time. Like it, it has more effects than just, oh, that hurt for a minute. Like, ouch, thanks for No, it me. starts to rattle around in your head and it becomes right. part of your own dialogue. Well, and that's the whole point of damage is because it's long term. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But for now, let's take a break. I'm Rio Wade. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Cranking out opinions. Fresh opinions right here on Voice America Kids. If a rash develops while listening, do not discontinue use. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today our show is called Damaged, and we're talking about like insults or little things or you know people things people may say to you or things that may happen in your life that stick with you throughout the whole time and maybe affect you and you don't know it or affect you and you do know it but you don't know what to do with it and we were just talking about how it literally can stay with you your whole entire life and we were all telling kind of stories and um when you didn't get a chance to share stories have you had any like long lasting things that you've either noticed in other people or yourself um we Tamara and I were talking about this yesterday um I think a lot of times we have the little voices in our heads mm. 
that made that tell us and we damage ourselves. Mm. Um, a yeah. lot of my damage came from self damage. I came from a really normal household, a great mom, great dad, great sisters, great little brothers, and I was fine. I was always told I was wonderful and energetic and beautiful and funny. And I think I went outside of my home where I was safe and saw other things and then compared myself to those other things and didn't feel like I lived up to, you know, that size of that girl or the height of that girl or having this part of my personality. So a lot of times when I was younger, um, I was very quiet. I know that's hard to believe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank God that's gone. <laughs> but um, I, I was very quiet and shy, withdrawn, and I just didn't. I spent most of my life, my young years, looking down at the ground because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be noticed. I right. did not want people to notice me. And this mm. was brought on by self-damage. Self, right. oh, absolutely self-damage. And my family would be like, put your head up. Right. Look at how wonderful you are. Look at how fabulous you are. And I think kind of about the time that I decided I wanted to be a mom. And I started to do theater and um, had to bring myself out. Even before, when I was doing theater, when I first started doing theater and doing shows in front of 500 people, <laughs> I would just panic yeah. before I would do a show because am I good enough? Am I going to sing good enough? Am yeah. I going to, you know, am I going to flub a word? And like the minute I got on stage after three notes, I was fine. <laughs> but all of that self-doubt that I would throw onto myself before I did all of that. It's heavy burden. It's very, it's very heavy. And I carried that from the time I was a kid. I yeah. carried it with me into my adult age. And I don't know what happened to my hormones. I'm just, I thank the universe and God every day that about <laughs> 25, I woke up and I put my head up and I looked at the world and I was like, oh my God, there's so much to see. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. And then I realized that, you know, there were other people that were damaged um, and that I wasn't such a bad person. I was right. kind of okay. Right. You know, I could look in the mirror and go, wow, that was a good makeup day today. (laughs) Or, you know, and I, you know, so I I kind of talked myself out of all of my own little personal head trips. But, you know, I carried those from my childhood all the way into my adult years. Well, that's such an important point that we came, I came up with this during planning. I'm like, well, like me too. I never had anybody, you know, purposefully damaging me from my family growing up. My, you know, mom here, obviously, like no one ever told me anything negative about myself, but yet I still was jealous of girls and I still didn't feel like I deserved to be friends with certain people. And I still wasn't ever happy with any part of myself. And I'm like, where the heck does that come from? Because it's not somebody purposefully damaging me. It's just my own thoughts damaging myself. Like, how does that happen? It's very, we talk about it on the show all the time and we talked about it in planning. It's very important. Society brings it upon women. From the moment you're born, you're inundated with media that tells you you need to be thinner, faster, stronger, better. And it puts competition on women that's so unfounded. It's sad. And we want to be the voice of reason here that you as women... We as women need to have like a sisterhood to build each other up. Right. And, and it's being opposite. Being, you know, having the shows about mean girls and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing works against your favor or works for like in your favor. And now it's scary, too, because everything starts to blur. Like you're, yep. the media telling you this way and then your own self wanting to be your own self. And, yeah. like, you know, you're trying like, what to is my own self? show individuality, <laughs> right. but then second guessing yourself because people are telling you that you're this way or that way. And everything's just kind of like 
fuzzy in your brain. You're not sure what to own or what to be Absolutely. proud of or what power to have over what qualities. Absolutely. So well said, And the Rio. media doesn't help any. At all. The media you, doesn't help at all. Because you know better. You consciously know better mm-hmm. that the media is working against you, but you still have emotions from people damaging you that you can't, you don't know what to do about it. Like, you, you have no idea whether to agree with society and be like, oh, okay, I need to be this way. Or well, it's so to much like easier to just agree. It. Well, exactly. It's That's so much easier point. to just be a sheep and, like, follow right. along with the crowd and, like, buy the sexy clothes and, like, you know, right. try and, and mold into what the media's perception of beauty is. And well, all of that. It's and it's very damaging. It's very, very damaging to the young girls who look at a magazine, open up the magazine, and realize they are never going to look right. like Giselle Bundchen. <laughs> Do you know what Giselle I mean? Giselle Bundchen it, doesn't it, even look like Giselle, Giselle Bundchen. Absolutely. <laughs> in the magazine. <laughs> well, yeah. well said. Exactly. I tell this to people well all the said. time. There is one word that is just amazing in, in the media world. Photoshop, kids. Yeah. Photoshop. Well, um, I, I can tell you as a photographer. Do this on <laughs> yeah, the hello. side. Hello. <laughs> but... This is what our media is presenting to our children. And so, you know, our young girls open these books and they look at these five foot ten, 115 pound girls and expect that that's what they're supposed to look like instead of realizing that they are beautiful and amazing just the way they are. And that these women in these magazines look at other women absolutely, and want to be like them. Isn't that the way? And that's it's just a cycle. one type of damage. That's not absolutely. even an intentional damage. That's mm-hmm. your own self being insecure. There's other types of damage that are on purpose. And we were talking about this too, like the physical damage, like the main thing of damage that you think about when you think of being hurt Physical mm-hmm. damage can turn into long-lasting, in fact, every single time, it's long-lasting mental, emotional damage. Oh, yeah. Every single Absolutely. time. Absolutely. So do you want to talk about the types of damage since we're segueing right, into yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. No, physical damage, which, you know, in turn turns into emotional damage depending, and I have a story later on that I'll share, which is pretty much the climax of damage mm-hmm. that we'll talk about. Um, and then, of course, we talk about this all the time, relationship damage, having your significant other tell you things or treat you a certain way or like maybe isolate you in a not so healthy relationship or make you feel less than you are so that they have power over you. That is some damage that people never usually recognize that have some of the worst effects on people because you think so little of yourself at that point when people bring you down because they want power over you. And that could be with a friendship too, a friendship relationship. Even instead of just, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. It's very unhealthy. Um, And then, you know, once that happens, there's a note I made here of questioning your identity. That's what got me is when people would tell me things or like just little things they don't even realize are like mean. And I'll be like, oh, my God, like you're right. When it starts to question your identity, that is the scariest form of damage to me. Well, you've you've lost your identity and then you start to believe the other person's almost like brainwash. Exactly. It is brainwashing. That's mm-hmm. a good, yeah, good word for it. And then when that happens, you need to seek help, either from a friend or a family member or whatever, but it's hard to do that when you're so low and those lines of what's real and who you are are so blurred. It's so hard to be Snap the one to pick yourself out of it. Like, you're already down. Like, and people don't know. People looking at you on the street don't know they would that never you have know. these demons in your head that are eating what at they you. Are. You know, like, nobody knows that. So no. you have to be the one... To either recognize that you have damage that you need to get over or, like, suffer. So that's a good (laughs) question why we're sitting here. We didn't really talk about it in planning, but, like, how do you recognize when you're feeling damaged? Hmm. 
Oh, there's so many it's, different it's forms. It's hard. I mean, it takes I've, so many different forms. There's depression. Right, depression. Mm. When I mean, you're not yourself. When you're not yourself. When you're not yourself, there's anger. There's Anger? Yeah, and that, that feeling of hurt, that just constant mm. feeling of hurt. Right. Um, crying. Yeah, I know when I um, sleep too much or I cry for no reason or I just, I'm acting mean to people. I'm usually not being mean. Being withdrawn. Yeah, withdrawn. when withdrawn. I don't want to go out. Because I like to go do stuff. And when I just want to sit at home, then I'm like, okay, I what th- is wrong? I think you can boil it down, too, because I'm like an expert at being damaged. Um, <laughs> and we'll go into these reasons at another time. But um, the absence of happiness and joy mm. in your life, in, in your behavior and what you're doing, if you're missing joy and happiness in your life for you know, I don't know, for an extended, an period, extended period, period of time, of time um, you need to seek some sort of help. Something's up. And we're going to talk about that um, in a little bit in the show. But just use that as a as, as like a, a guide in your life. If you're missing happiness and joy for an extended period of time in your life, there's something wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong. And it might not be as severe as you think because I know that I never had. And this is another thing we'll talk about r- later on is everyone's 10. My 10, my worst thing that happened to me might not be the worst thing in the world, but it still causes me to act differently. Yeah, let's talk about that on the back side of the break. So when we come back, we'll talk about that. But for right now, let's take a break. I'm Rio Wade. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m., whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade, and today our show is Damaged. Um, we just got done talking about how there are different levels of being damaged and how each one of them can cause you to act differently than your normal personality, and that's when you need to start seeking help or trying to recognize what's wrong with you because most of the time you don't know consciously that you're you know upset because of something someone said or someone something someone did like you're not sure so recognizing those behaviors in yourself help you recognize what happened to make you upset and we are talking about the scale of 10 and this is an analogy that we like to use all the time is there I could you know be a very sheltered kid and the worst thing that ever happened to me was my mom yelled at me because I forgot to shut the fridge 
And that damages me so much. And I think about it every single day because it was the worst feeling I ever had to disappoint my mom because I didn't shut the fridge. And then I have a friend next to me who, you know, watched her mom die. And that's her 10. You know, like not to say you can compare the two, but you also can't discount the girl who didn't shut the fridge for feeling as bad about herself as the girl that watched her mom die. You know, like it's, it's an extreme analogy, but you can't discredit somebody's, you know, damage because it's not what you experienced. I hope that makes sense to everyone because we use that in our house all the time. And it's not, like Rio said, it's not to compare the two at all, but it's to give people an idea, like when you're talking to someone who maybe has lived, like Rio said, a life that's different than yours. If they come to the table and they're talking about an issue that's like, oh, my mom, you know, got mad at me because I disappointed her in some way, you know, you can't discount them because they're hurting over right. something that maybe is completely different than like your life experience. Right. But they still feel, suffer. Right. They still are suffering a lot. Well, levels of pain. Mm. You can't measure someone's level of pain. Right. Based on experience. Because, oh, based on experience. Not at all. Because what happens is that pain from that one incident with that child disappointing their parent can be just as painful exactly. as someone else losing a parent. Exactly. It just, it's that same kind of level of pain. Mm-hmm. So we can't say just because of different instances mm-hmm. that you can compare yep. levels of pain. Everybody's pain is their own individual emotion. So right. you cannot discredit someone mm-hmm. for, you know, or compare their life um, instances to each other. And that's important to me because that's actually how I was damaged is I never experienced anything so traumatic in my life that whenever I would talk about my problems or I'd be really upset, people would be like, you have no reason to cry. Like, why are you crying? My problems are way worse than yours. Like, so bad. You have no reason to be upset, which would make me more upset because then I was like, well, why do I feel this upset then? (laughs) And you're telling me not to. Am I a baby? Like, am I just like stupid? I'm not tough. Yeah, Yeah. am I not tough enough? Like, so many questions start filling your head, but it's like that was my damage because I never had anything so traumatic but it still was traumatic to me and we want to make sure that we tell listeners out there that you know you don't have to you know fall in the ditch or you know have some of these like more difficult things that Rio's going to talk about in a minute Mm -hmm. to you know experience you know trauma trauma you you know you can have someone say something mean to you in the line at the grocery store and be wounded i mean i'm a tender heart you guys know that and Mm. like someone i can be cruising along in the world with like a disco song (laughs) in my heart (laughs) and like someone say something sideways to me and it's like yeah damage it's just the way it is i also believe though that in our you know since you and i are both mothers of teenage daughters our tens we have degrees of tens. So in what was important to me, you know, that could have been earth shattering to me at 17 and 18, like you guys, Mm -hmm. now that I'm a mom in my forties would not, it doesn't seem that important, but at that time, right. Your tens change hurting and it damaged and you're damaged. You, it damages you at that time. Of course. Mm -hmm. Your tens change. Yeah. Change. change. Very good point. Every situation, if it's worse than the last one, that's your new 10. That's your new 10. You scale up. That's right. Your tens are going to change. I love that. But it does not mean that when, you know, that 10 from when you were 18, it didn't have as much impact or influence on you 
as it does when you're right. in your 40s. It's not like now that you have a new 10, you realize that your old 10 was bad. No, it was still a 10. It was still a 10. And it was still a 10. Right, exactly. It was still, still a 10. 10. And then there's one more point before I tell the story is that sometimes people damage you on accident. Like, mm. with ignorance, if they don't know any better and they say something innocent, like I think of Lindsay, she's six, and she might say, she might recognize something on someone and point it out just because she's never seen it before, or she's curious about it and say something, and then it will hurt your feelings because you knew if an adult said that to you that it would be malice, but they don't know any better. Right. So, but that, I think that's happened to my their family members Lindsay has said something to a family member mm -hmm. about their appearance and then they are like really insecure about that and so they took it to heart but it's like what do you do when it's an accident and they don't know any better or they've been raised to not think it's a big deal to say something or you know like do that, you fault that person or do no, you like you rub it off because it still hurts it depends like in Lindsay's situation definitely can't fault the child um, right. the damage belonged to the family member and her insecurity that's a good point um and it's unfortunate that that individual hadn't got the help to heal the damage that she had but that's it, you, yeah another point is you might like materialize damage out of nothing mm -hmm. somebody might say something to you and you might be so insecure and paranoid about that particular subject that they didn't say anything bad you just took it as oh my god they noticed something and i'm really insecure about that thing so now they're mean to me about it and now i'm damaged from it but then you have this other damage where someone is ignorant and they say right. stuff like what joria brought up right that's different there's so Absolutely. many different types and it's hard and our tactics later on well should we one tactic that I like a lot that I'll sh share with you guys. But we um, have a, the yeah. story that you're going to share. And it's pretty timely because this happened last night. Um, my best friend had something. She's 18 now. When she was in, um, I don't know what grade it is, 11th grade, junior year, she had something pretty traumatic happen to her. Um, basically was abused by her boyfriend and his friend at a party, um, alcohol-induced. Um, very traumatic from anybody's standpoint. Like, so I can't even, like, it's going to make me cry thinking about it. Do you, do you she, want me to tell it or are you going to call it what no, it is? No, I'm going to, do you want to, am I allowed to say it? Call it what it is, baby. It's she what it is. She was gang raped by her boyfriend and his friends. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know why it makes me, like, Honey, so it's sad. horrible. It's horribly sad. And I've known her. I knew her before and I knew her after. Her personality was warped from before and after. And it's like, that that damaged her, but she doesn't even recognize it. Is the sad part, and she doesn't even she she's been looking online, thinking that she has ADHD yeah. or she has ADD or she has bipolar or depression, and she's been wanting to go to the doctor to be on medication because she thinks that she's so messed up now. I know, and it's not that. It's because. She's been so damaged that she shut off thinking about anything, focusing on anything, because the moment she focuses on something, she's going to think about that event again, and she's not going to be able to function in life anymore. Right. She created her own coping mechanism. Yeah, and it's not... She, but she's, she's conflicted because she knows that she's not who she used to be, and she's not as efficient and, and forward and open with how she used to think. She's closed off now. And she's totally closed off and doesn't, and it's really, really sad because she's so frustrated with herself. <laughs> Every day she cries about this because she doesn't know what's going on. And finally, last night, she came to the conclusion that maybe this event was what caused her to shut up. <laughs> My sister just sneezed. Thanks for the lightning the mood. Um, <laughs> 
she realized that that was maybe the reason that she shut off and that maybe she was like happy too at the same time because she finally she recognized that hey this is what's been damaging me this whole time and maybe i can get help for it maybe there's a way around it and i don't have to feel like i can't focus she told she tells me all the time she's like rio i feel like i'm a baby but i'm not like i can't think straight but that's because she was starting to reconnect with self right she well, had to detach she, for right. a while and that's to be exactly, able to cope with it. And now she's right. being able to that's reconnect exactly with herself. What we it's, said is we couldn't tell her right after it happened, hey, your, no, your personality's no. altered because this event happened. Like We had to let her go through it, figure it out. And that's what I was saying back before a few segments ago. You have to be the one to pull it out of yourself. You mm-hmm. have to be the one to recognize it in yourself because people, people that don't know her, that have just met her, just think that that's how she is. You know, that she's just ditzy for just because no. she is. No. I know better, but people might not know better. So that's why it's up to you to recognize those qualities in herself or in yourself. And I was so proud of her because she finally did that. She finally took a second to sit down and be like, okay, I'm sleeping too much. I don't get anything done on my to-do list. I'm not... You I have know, confusion. I, I'm getting bad grades on my, my college placement tests and I've been in AP my whole life. Like, what's going on? She finally sat down and recognized, hey, these are not my normal characteristics. Something's up. And so when we come back, we'll talk about tactics that we've come up with to come up from that and to avoid it for next time. So, but for right now, take a deep breath and take a break. And I'm Real Wade. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Real Wade. Today the show is called Damaged. Um, we just basically got to the climax of this whole point is that damaging things throughout your life can seriously alter everything. And it's so important to have the tactics to recognize when you've been damaged so that you can pull yourself out of it and to have the tools for next time that you're, you know, and it's inevitable that you're going to be thrown damaging things at you. It's just how you handle it. 
So I know mom and um, Wendy have, of course, tactics more so than I do. So <laughs> older, wiser, blah, blah. So. On, on the simple, I'm going to take some of the simpler ones because we just got done talking about a really heavy duty one. Um, some of the, the, the more elementary damages that you get in life, the ones that are thrown at you when you're, you're blindsided by people in the world that just kind of cruise around in your life and say right. things that aren't really wanted, but they just kind of stick on you and they stink. Um, <laughs> for like my ladies in the office that I don't really think they had any malice intent, but they just said crazy dumb things. Um, we talked in planning about a tactic that might be employed not only for like an adult woman or yeah, this a, was my favorite or one. a young woman who's like cruising into school, you know, and you've got some people that just say dumb things, you know, they just can't help it. They can't help <laughs> it because they're just like, duh, whatever, you know, <laughs> for lack of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> they just walk around saying right. dumb things and they, you know, and maybe they just say things because they don't know any better right. and ignorance, whatever. And it just kind of seeps into those little those little holes like that you have in your soul and they hurt and we don't want you to get hurt. So here is a tactic from me to you that you can use. Prepare yourself to walk into these places, these public spaces, knowing that there are going to be people that may or may not have your best interest at heart. It doesn't mean they're evil. It doesn't mean they're malice. It just means that they don't know you and they may not have your best interest at heart and they may just say things that, hurt just be conscious just be conscious that it's gonna happen it's inevitable because when you walk into it knowing that it's gonna happen it's less painful when it does happen because you're like oh i saw that coming right like, whatever no and, big deal and my my i guess my advice to you as a mom is that i don't want you to lose your sense of vulnerability when you right. when you guard yourself uh, i made that mistake as a young woman i hardened myself too hard and i lost some of the beauty of my youth because i was like well right. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll be so hard that no one will get in. Yeah, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. it's a hard balance between... Shutting out a wall so right. no one gets in. Right. Yeah, it's that's a, a really sucky place to be. Like, you need to make your wall out of, like, plastic so that people can, like, break through, but... But just, not like, really. So just be aware that there are people that, you know, and you'll be able to know them eventually in your life and, and just be aware that they may not have your best interest at heart and just keep them at bay. Their boundaries, just keep them at bay. And another tactic we came up with that kind of leads into something that um, Wendy was talking about during the break is recognizing why people are ignorantly damaging you because they're insecure themselves. And Wendy was telling us a story about how she accidentally damaged someone and you have to recognize it in yourself. Wow, talk about being naked on <laughs> we just on put you on the spot no no it's perfectly fine no you know what <laughs> part of, the part about growing up is that you never stop growing up mm. yeah and one of the cool things about getting older and grayer um, <laughs> <laughs> and liking yourself as you get older is that you can own up to your right. own stuff And still be okay with it. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing that it's okay for us as adults to say, we're not perfect. Right. And we've made mistakes and in owning up to it because it heals us. Right. It's a hard lesson to learn, but it's helpful. Absolutely. Um, And sometimes it's just harder to be able to vocalize it um, out front. And that's something that I've been working on for the past couple of years, (laughs) quite a bit. (laughs) Um, But in my 20s, I happened to be dating someone and they said to me, Wendy, will you marry me? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, so at at first you go, oh my God, he loves me so 
how much he wants to marry me. That's so wonderful. And then the realization, like, oh, my God, he asked me to marry him, sets in. And so I did what any normal girl of 20 would do. I got on a plane and moved to New York. Um, Oh, my gosh. And I said, well, before I left, I said, no, I can't. Are you crazy? We're young. We're in love. But you're crazy? You're crazy. And, um... He said to me, no, 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 just think about it. And I said, okay, <laughs> going home in the car going, there's no way I'm even thinking about it because mm. I'm not doing it. Because I'm not doing and, it. No, not happening. Yeah. And so I went to New York and moved away um, and met my ex-husband and... Your future ex-husband. My future, my future ex, my next <laughs> I ex. I met my ex-husband. My ex-husband. next ex. <laughs> so, <laughs> I met my next ex and, you know, started a life with him. And when I came home... This gentleman who had asked me to marry him expected us to still have a relationship. Mm. And that meant I had damaged him. Right. And so we spent quite a few years back and forth um, with a very tumultuous relationship mm. um, with a lot of anger being on his part, which I understood, but at the time wasn't mature enough or old enough to be able to just say, I am so sorry. Right. That's I key. am so sorry because not only was I damaged, I damaged you. Mm. And so later on in life, um, when we were both mature enough, thank God, to, <laughs> to have an adult conversation, I said to him, you know, you have to realize during this whole Wendy, will you marry me time? I was very confused about who I was as a person. Um, I wasn't mature enough to be able to verbalize all those things to you and Mm. all my fears and all my doubts, not only about our relationship, but about myself as an adult um, and what I wanted for my future. But I really, really, truly from the bottom of my heart, am really sorry. Mm -hmm. Right. And so many times people don't say that. No. And sorry is such a, we have such a good relationship now. Right. Um, And I think it it started to grow from that. I'm sorry. Mm. It's powerful. You have to, you have to recognize when you've been the damager and so that you can say sorry, because I feel like that lets go of some of your damage, too. Because damage can be from maybe feeling bad because you were mean to someone. Heck, yeah. And that can be something that Absolutely. you hold inside yourself that makes you feel uncomfortable or bad about yourself. So that's a tactic I think is important, is say sorry for your wrongdoings in the world. Or maybe it's accidental, but you still should apologize Absolutely. if you recognize it. Because then it just lets go, and you feel better about it. It so. helps you, and it helps the person that you have inflicted the damage on. Those Mm. words are so much more impactful to the person that we inflict the damage on than we will ever know. Well, and being being on the opposite end, if someone's done something to you and they refuse to apologize, it's the worst feeling in the world. Absolutely. I've been there. It's really gross. Especially in relationships. It's very toxic. Well, I don't know why I need to apologize. Okay, might as well just go jump off a cliff now. Like, like, seriously, that's what I feel like. It sucks. And so, it really doesn't take that much effort to apologize. You just it really have to, doesn't. You have to recognize that, you know, you've hurt that person. Well, I'm going to go, we say these, uh, these are our tactics, I feel like, for everything. Like, you want to grow a garden? Here's the tactics. Like, <laughs> for everything that we say is you have to start with yourself, of course. I mean, it's... Wendy says it all the time. Right. It's, it's key to life. Like, literally, that is the secret to life, is you have to, like, be yourself and own up to yourself and have power over yourself because nothing good is going to come of right. somebody else having an effect on you. I- and it's really hard, and you're not going to master it, 
the first time, second time, third time, right? When you're young. Good point. And but you got to strive for it at least because you'll get better and better at it each time. My tactic too is to stop letting the media influence you and start looking at your own self in the mirror and loving your own self. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Look in the mirror every morning mm-hmm. and think to yourself, "Wow, you're a good person." Just start with that. Literally, just Do start you with are, that. I am a good person. Mm. Just start with that. Mm-hmm. And if you things. say it enough, you'll start to begin to believe it, even if you don't feel it Just in like the beginning. anything else in mm-hmm. life. So Absolutely. It'll and work, I promise. Because again, I have a lot of damaged and damage and a lot of baggage. In, in my 42 years of being on this planet, I'm happy to say that um, I'm able to look in the mirror and not only say I am a good person, I'm able to identify things that I enjoy about my 42-year-old body. Yeah, and then just other tactics that we have for just anything negative, of course, we have the listen to good music, go do something fun, relieve stress, take a kickboxing, dancing, hip-hop class, whatever it may be. My favorite, batting cages. Go, yeah, go to the batting cages. <laughs> praying, so, meditation, oh, I love all praying. those things. Are we Get a massage. Have, are we going to have a breakdown of this? Oh, yeah, I am going to have a breakdown for right. you on And the we'll blog. have the tactics up there again in case. Because I think, are we running out of time? we got 30 seconds left, bro. Oh, you can find <laughs> Oh, my gosh, how did we do that? You can find us at paperhope.com. That's the blog, and I'm going to have a big blog post on damaged. Go to the blog. Go to the blog. <laughs> and you can email me at info at paperhope.com if you have any questions or concern. Find us on the Twitter, Twitter. at paperhope blog or the teens at paperhope teen. And always on Facebook, always interactive on Facebook mm-hmm. at um, Facebook backslash paperhope. Share stories and let special us know thank for next you time. so much, Wendy. Yeah, thank, thank you, Joria. Thank you. We love you guys. Thank you for you. listening. And we love you guys. We listeners. love you guys. So See you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now.